Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All-Stars, a podcast by four skateboard snake nerds for all of you skateboard snake nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, Episode 6, um, oh crap. Hirose Koichi Echoes. Yeah, that. Yeah. That Pink Uh, Floyd reference. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we do a um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast where we watch every episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and make terrible jokes about them, just as it deserves. Just awful, terrible, terrible jokes. Every week, that's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. I actually have something really fun to start in on. Okay, go for it. Because that'll, that'll, be, a nice, that'll be a nice change of pace. I know. <laughs> Tim's saying something funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rocky really, sh- like... Uh, did his shot like really early and added <laughs> Okiyasu to Joe's case family tree. Why did we, oh my get, why? <laughs> why did we get another family tree? We have one three episodes ago and Koichi was there. <laughs> because they're boyfriends. So the, Koichi is old news and now Okiyasu right, is Okiyasu in the family is tree in, now. Is the new hot shit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love how there's just a line from nineteen from eighteen eighty nine to nineteen eighty nine, and then Okiyasu is just pointing. At <laughs> I, I, why? It even still has the same error error where Dio killed Dio Brando. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is <laughs> God, Joseph's hair in this image, it looks like a porcupine. It's spiky, but it's not anime spiky. It's like... <laughs> it's just lines. Yeah. <laughs> hair doesn't... Well, I was about to say hair doesn't look like this, but hair doesn't look like any of these, so... We do get fun things. Like, there's like four or five like random pictures at the start of this manga that I guess accrued up to this. Mm-hmm. Like the like the very simplistic Koichi drawn with arm that's like his size. <laughs> These are really cute. I love the little Koichi doodles that he's been doing. Uh, this one's my actual fav- favorite. It's Bobblehead Crew. Oh, oh god. my god. Oh god. <laughs> oh I hate this. Oh no. don't, don't like that. It's like when you turn <laughs> oh, on DK so mode in fucking Goldeneye. <laughs> oh man. It's viewers. like Iraqi tried to jaw chibi characters but he just doesn't understand the concept it's just their heads it's the jojo heads on a tiny body it's terrifying uh, koichi looks koichi the same <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> only only mostly i hate jotaro here i hate jotaro here. <laughs> it's all wrong dear god you know, you know what would Everything really about this is wrong you know what would really help long legged <laughs> koichi what the fuck is this <laughs> That's Koichi if he was a marionette. Like I. <laughs> oh man, Tim, you need to post these. You need to share this with the world because Araki's right. terrible. Hey. Araki must be stopped. Hey, hey Tim, can That's I read true. off that 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 Araki story you posted? Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, so this is from the manga. It's just a message from Hirohiko Araki. I listen to music often, no, no, no way. But sometimes I get the melody of a Are song stuck in my head, and it gets troublesome. The worst case of this was when I had the song Man and Woman in my head and just the portion where they went daba 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 for three days. And this was when I was a student, so I couldn't concentrate on studying at all. Also, the song March 365 Steps by Kyoko Suizenji tends to repeat itself in my mind often, and it even made me have one of those famous Pavlovian reactions. (laughs) Pavlovian reactions? Does his mouth water every time he thinks about her? (laughs) I... I, I, (laughs) That's not something I would tell people. (laughs) (laughs) Much less put my very famous... (laughs) Okay, we're lucky that this hasn't been, like, a stand fight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're assuming daba, daba, it's daba. Daba. <laughs> daba, daba, daba. And someone's mouth just watering every time they hear it because my stando. I'm surprised there isn't a stand. Uh, he's dehydrating you. <laughs> <laughs> my stando, classical conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. This episode, this episode starts with our good boy Koichi on a brand new bike. They got one just his size. But, <laughs> it was very it's kids bike, <laughs> but he's not wearing a helmet. You yeah. know what this this episode does start with? Also, by the way, 
What? Mori, 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 mori. Mori, ocho, radio. Oh, it's great. Just this combination of that bright, sunny radio intro and Koichi just zooming down the, the road on his bike. Nice <laughs> new bike. Wait, I didn't notice this the first time. The 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 radio is playing a song that's dedicated from Okiyasu to his big brother. Wait, really? What? <laughs> this, this one's from Rip Big Bro. I wonder what happened to Big Bro. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Are you wow. being real? Hold on, I'm just do it. I have to get a picture of Koichi hitting this bag. Wait, hold on. I I'm I'm, I'm going back and look. Like reading the caps, that were like, this week is brought. To, this week's topic is the King of Terror is supposed to come to the sky this July. What are the citizens of Morio to do? What? <laughs> All right, let's get to the replies. <laughs> the King of Terror is supposed to come to the sky. <laughs> no, come from what, the sky. <laughs> what's wrong with Morio? <laughs> We don't investigate Morio. Uninvestigated it's Morio. It's too fucking weird. <laughs> just once a year, the King of Terror descends from the skies. <laughs> like that, that just... it feels like a real welcome to Night Vale. Going on here. <laughs> oh God, wow, that I is a this... sweet screen grab, Tim. I <laughs> I love the look of this season. This was not done in. Stardust Crusaders, but when Koichi runs over the bag, there's like arrows and stars, and it's super stylish. It looks like a t-shirt from the like nineties. I'd get this, this is, on a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, this is the best, uh, best looking version of running over a cat I've ever seen. Yeah. Wait, wait, cat? <laughs> <laughs> I like. I could not believe that Araki actually pulled back the animal. Like. I feel like someone had a conversation with well, him. Well, as of right now, time to animal abuse, less than 30 seconds. Koichi um, runs over what uh, is assumed to be a bag with a cat in it. Yeah. That's meowing. The thing in that bag was a cat. And then it turns completely red as yep. it starts to bleed. And you're just like, no, no, my boy. Koichi starts freaking out. Acacia was so upset. Yeah, you, you know how this isn't a real mad. cat. You I'm know how this sorry. isn't a real cat because Iraqi didn't show you that cat. Yep. Yeah, yep. he would have reveled in it. Yep, if it was a real cat, there would have been some gore on the screen. You know what? You know, you know, it wasn't a real cat because it would have been a dog if he was going to kill it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah he that hasn't actually. It. No, he's killed a cat. Dio killed Has a cat. He? Oh yeah, Dio exploded a cat. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. Okay. So I, if this had been anybody else, this this fucking con would not have worked. No, Koichi's <laughs> such not. a baby. <laughs> He's a sweet baby. Yeah. I ran over trash in the side of the on the in the middle of the road. Well, still got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. So, how many fucking blood packs did this idiot go through till he found Koichi? I... <laughs> He's in it for the long haul. Oh God! All right, You're I about just to say long con. I I just saw an image of uh Tamami, the guy here from the manga. Tim, did you grab this too? Because I need a different. No. Oh God! I know this is a lot of us talking about images, but audience, look up. Just look up Tamami Kobayashi's fucking wiki page because his his face... head is shaped like a Dorito. Yeah. What the fuck is his going whole on head? here? <laughs> You know what? I didn't even grab this because this isn't even like the strangest thing that happens. <laughs> Why does uh, he look like this? <laughs> what the fuck? God, Victor, this episode, when I first started watching it, is about where I'm like, wait, what is this? What is Diamond is Unbreakable? <laughs> yeah. Because we had the super dark and the Th three episodes, and, and we start out up with this one. Yeah, up till now, all the stand users are like, doing like shady shit for a reason like or they're just plain evil this guy's just a con man and he has no ulterior motive other than just to con people and, yeah yeah Borio like, is just what if x had a stand what if a con man had a stand 
It's like the first five episodes are very stardust. They are like two-parters or three-parters where it's just a mm-hmm. stand and, you know, you, you get deep into a stand fight or something. And, yeah, it feels very stardust. It's the same formula that we were using. And now we just get to this one-off bullshit. <laughs> we're, we're done with that bullshit. Stardust, <laughs> last season, get out of here. Now <laughs> we're Morio time. Uh, so, uh, Tamami here. We, we we cut to this guy sitting on this bench. I love this bench. Uh, <laughs> with the graffiti the on it. <laughs> the, yeah. And the street also has all of this great graffiti all over it. I, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's very it's like Jet Set Radio Future. I love it. You Jet Set Radio! It gets... It's like Ground Zero for Jet Set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the strange Technicolor oh. sky and all, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, we we cut to this guy. He's wearing a shirt that has flags on it. Like <laughs> yeah, just all little flat flags out. sewn on. This guy's barely a Koichi tall too. Yeah, but he's like two years older than Koichi or yeah. something. I don't know. Because he's like, I just oh, I used to go to your school. I just graduated. Come over here, buddy. Just sit next yeah. to me. Let's talk about how you just murdered my cat. <laughs> Real calm, no, like man. Real calm. <laughs> Who put a cat in a bag in the road? <laughs> Whoever like, did that is an asshole. Oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> oh yeah, it was me. I'm the asshole. <laughs> but so, it's okay. You owe me a lot of money now. I'm no longer okay <laughs> with even talking to you. If you did this to a cat, fuck you. Yeah, this is where violence starts happening. This person. I'm going to take my egg and I'm going to beat you with it. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Egg, egg, <laughs> and then we get a real gratuitous <laughs> shot of like ants going through the blood. Like, there's a, like we get a sewer grate with an ant underneath, it and then just blood falls on it. It's just rivers of blood. <laughs> <laughs> the cat has a JoJo amount of blood in it. Uh, <laughs> it does now. <laughs> we get more graffiti. I love the graffiti in this episode. <laughs> But, like, I just love the way Tamami is dressed. Like he's like half professional, and he's got like his like fucking Rolex on his earring, the gold earrings. This dude looks like uh like a he's really a Japanese ske- nice guy, yeah, a really sketchy debt collector, a wise guy. Sorry, yeah, there you go. <laughs> like he shows up, you know, he's just like, hey, yeah, you owe us some fucking money. Yeah, yeah. he's like flashing the <laughs> pinky ring. <laughs> What are you going to do? It looks like you killed my cat, kid. He's a wise guy. And, you know, at first he's nice, and then he's just like, so what the fuck are you going to do about it, Koichi? And then we get straight into crazy noise and bizarre town. Uh, never going to stop talking about it. I love crazy it's true. Noise and bizarre town. Oh, I love it. God, Look, I'm just watching right now. All it takes yeah. is all it'll take is a little bit of money to free your heart from this guilt. Shouldn't you just Cha-chung. do that? And then a giant lock comes out of Koichi's chest. I I love the sound effects on this. I love the way it looks. It's stupid. It's a fucking psych lock from Phoenix Wright. <laughs> yeah, so know. this guy just makes locks, giant locks that appears in people's chests, and the more guilty they get, the bigger it gets. That's that's, that's it. it. Yep, that's a, that's the stand fight, and it's perfect <laughs> for a con man like this. Yeah, like <laughs> unless you have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> what if he makes you really guilty about having a gun? Yeah, you know, if you shoot him. That would make you feel pretty bad, right, Tim? No. <laughs> he put a cat in a bag and left it in the middle of the street. If yeah, but then so you ran it over. Anybody so but Koichi would have been beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Could you imagine if this had been, like, Josuke's mom instead? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> His face would be through the bench. Like... <laughs> oh, man. I would pay for that scene, actually. Actually, yeah. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I mean, hey, how do you think he got that scar on his face? <laughs> you think he already tried it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he and- tried to claim that she had already drank some of the milk and hadn't paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would have beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and then Grandpa Josuke, or DG, or 
What's her last Gashikata. name? It's Joe. Grandpa Gashikata would have come by later if, like, made sure that he didn't have kneecaps. <laughs> 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 but Koichi freaks out because he can see the lock, and he's like, wait a minute, you can see this? That's weird. <laughs> because he's really been, like, conning regular people, and he's like, wait... You have superpowers too? That's strange. (laughs) (laughs) Also, give me $2,000 to go away. That's a fucking bargain, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like, Okiyasu and Josuke just spot Koichi from far away. And are like, oh, is that Koichi? Yeah, who's that guy he's hanging out with? I don't know. Let's go check it out. Okay. (laughs) I want everyone to remember this scene because this happens quite a few times this more than once this season they're like hey is that is that koichi hey koichi or the, <laughs> thank god there's specifically a time later where they're like oh i hate that guy pretend we didn't see him to <laughs> 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 a stand fight <laughs> i'm so happy thank god we finally learned from stardust we're not just gonna leave somebody to go have a one-on-one stand fight for some reason this would have been Polnareff having this happen to him and the rest oh, of them yeah. would have been like why is Polnareff waving over there and just get, be like god damn it I don't want to talk to him right now let's just get out of here <laughs> pretend you didn't see him that's 100% what would happen hey can I can I talk about this graffiti on the on the ground actually because we get a nice overhead shot and we can just see lots of English words here like dough and dough cheese, and cheese. <laughs> green, green. <What> Benjamin <laughs> Oh, I love it. The the bench says poser on it. (laughs) This is definitely Okuyasu, then, isn't it? Because these are all money words. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The billion somewhere here. They're just off screen. He's fucking talented. Jesus. I feel like he would be talented at this. Being a delinquent. He's got to be good at something, I hope. Oi, Josuke. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Tamami uh, looks at Keich, uh, Koichi and he's like, "Hey, it, you you can cough up some money, right? Can't you?" And Koichi's like, "No, I I, I actually don't carry any money with me." He like looks away, uh, uh, all evasively, and uh, Tamami uh, is like, "Hey, you just looked away." You really do carry money with you, don't you? You just lied to me. And Koichi's such a sweet boy, and he just can't hide it. And his his guilt weighs on him for lying to this complete stranger and con man. I mean, you always feel bad when someone calls you out on, yeah, you had cash on you, you just didn't want to give any today, huh? You're right, I didn't. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it represents the weight of your sins as this giant lock is crushing Koichi. <laughs> and he, he just takes Koichi's wallet at this point. Yeah. And starts taking the money out of it's it. It's like, oh man, you had 70 bucks in here. I need that for shoes for gym class. I need that, I need that for shoes. <laughs> and he's like, go barefoot. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. He need, they need it for Sonika. <laughs> Sonika. <laughs> Wait, sneakers is ridiculous. Sneakers! <laughs> Mister. <laughs> oh, and then Josuke and Okiyasu show up because it's punch time. <laughs> oh, just Josuke and Okiyasu are not having this guy's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like try, I understand. Try getting a job to earn money. Oh, man. He's like, yeah, we're not just going to let some trashy stand user do this. And he's like, wait, you can see this too? Does everybody have superpowers? What's going on here? <laughs> clearly nobody, ex- like, Keicho used the arrow on Tamami, saw his power, and just left without explaining anything. Like, 100%. <laughs> this man so- has no idea what's going on. <laughs> Okiyasu bends down and starts trying to yank the lock off. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> How amazing oh. would you be if it actually worked? I mean, we're lucky he didn't try to use the hand on it. <laughs> you could use the hand to, like, erase the, like, the Locking. bar on the lock, right? It's he wrenched in his chest. It's not like... He probably could have just That's erased fine. the stand with the hand, though. Like, for real. Wait, that would actually kill the man, so maybe not. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> definitely worth absolutely the correct call. Yeah, yeah. you're right, actually. <laughs> what if they just killed the stand user? Wouldn't the lock just go away? Yeah, they would. 
Sometimes? I don't know. Oh, uh, he says that if anyone right. with one of my locks attached to them tries to hurt me, the damage gets sent right back. Oh, right. Wow. They didn't really test that. No, they oh, didn't. Yeah. He, they, just, but they just took him at face value there. I mean, they didn't really need to test it because these two don't have locks on them. <laughs> well, well, when he says that, uh, Okuyasu's trying to punch him with a lock in his chest. So this is later after Okuyasu punches him without the lock in his chest. Yes. And then he, he does a Shawn Michaels here and like super sells this punch and smashes his face on the curb. He does the punch out thing where he like wo- wobbles around the arena for eight laps and then falls over. Yeah. yeah. Koichi still has a lock in his chest at this point, and Okiyasu punches a really solid blow to this guy's face. And I don't see Ko- uh, Koichi reacting at all, so clearly he's bullshitting about well, his lock. But, but Okiyasu's really dumb. <laughs> it would have been funnier if we had seen Koichi on the ground after that. <laughs> it's a full lover's situation where, you know, Joseph just screaming, except it's Koichi this time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when did Koichi meet Okuyasu? Have they met yet? Yeah, when, oh, when right. Okuyasu yeah, came up to the attic. Yeah, so <laughs> the last time Koichi really saw him, he was, like, getting strangled and shot by Okuyasu. <laughs> well, no, then Okuyasu came up to the attic, and they had that real, you know, harsh moment where Keicho died, and, <laughs> and Josuke and, and, and Koichi had to be like, yeah, he loved you. He, he definitely did. He yeah. definitely did. Koichi's smart enough to know that Okiyasu's a fucking moron. Like, Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so uh, Tamami really oversells this punch, stumbles everywhere, and like goes tumbling into a curb, breaking <laughs> off one of his front teeth. Yeah, knocks out his own front tooth. He is I committed to this. I couldn't yeah, I do that if I tried. That has to be a false tooth, actually. I mean, there's a lot of blood for this. There's thing. a lot of blood. Like, it's just <laughs> more blood out. packets. Ketchup. <laughs> yeah. I I do not believe he busted out his front tooth to get the lock in Okuyasu. I don't I, think he's that good of a con man. I, I think he's that good. I think that uh, I'm, I'm following Tim here. It's fake. He had this prepared. He needed extra ammo for cons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's done this before. God damn it, Tim. He's, he changed his Discord picture to the fucking Tamami from the manga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, viewers at home, Tim just constantly changes his picture to the most upsetting close-up Aragi in the manga. <laughs> and it's, it's that way. And it's that way for like two weeks. <laughs> Until we find another terrible one. Yeah. It, it has to ramp up, honestly. Like he's had the Kakuin phase, the Koichi phase. Uh. <sighs> you gotta keep it fresh <laughs> we all we all can't be Solaire, Bruce Lee and whatever Grant is forever yeah we can I mean y'all can don't let your dreams be dreams <laughs> <laughs> so this works on Okiyasu because he's like uh, hey, yo why did you do that and he just starts crying and he's like you destroyed my face and Okiyasu's is like wait that wasn't that oh and then the lock comes out <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> Koichi's like no don't feel guilty for him no <laughs> fortunately Josuke's not an idiot and goes over and investigates the bag that just has a stuffed cat wow Araki you didn't kill an animal when you had the chance I'm shocked I'm proud of you honestly Real shocked missed opportunity is- my cat that I was keeping in that bag for some reason no Acacia was still mad Oh yeah, it was upsetting. <laughs> well, he did put a real cat in there just to put just to have the blood in there. Oh, so there's a real cat. <laughs> just, just pulls out also a stuffed cat. Yeah, it's sure. Schrodinger's bag. <laughs> there's simultaneously a dead cat and not a dead cat in there. I love Josuke's solution to Okuyasu's guilt here. <laughs> just, he just picks up the tooth and just puts it back in his mouth, um, <laughs> and then magically all the blood is gone. <laughs> Josuke yeah. could make so much money as a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he, like, Tomo, or what, whatever his face is, Tamami, like, I, bites I, I, his I, 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 He gets a nice sound there. <laughs> He's genuinely so shocked. It's like, wait, wait, he could just do that? What the fuck <laughs> just happened? My, my teeth have never felt this good. <laughs> All I can do is make locks under very weird specific circumstances. <laughs> you can heal people? Uh, so he gives back 
uh, Koichi's wallet with all the all the money just barely sticking out of the wallet and <laughs> runs away. <laughs> I love how he just left on the corners. He's like, I, such, he's such just, a shithead. Just the bits. So I'm wondering myself. Yeah. Why didn't Josuke take it back? We yeah. know. <laughs> we know for a fact that if Josuke used Shining Diamond on this, all three bills would come back together. Yeah, you're right. That would happen. <laughs> yep. But. But would it go back to the uh, the other part of the bills, or would the other part of the bills come here? No, the other we, part of the bills would come here. Yeah, we know that for a fact. That's how, that's this, how it works. That happens later on. Maybe he just doesn't care that much. And it's like, well, that <laughs> fuck, sucks, my dude. Fuck, fuck Koichi seven grand. <laughs> yep. man, man, Koichi, that sucks. Mm. Right. Sorry, sixty four dollars. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, <laughs> tough break, kid. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he's so upset about getting away scot free with sixty four dollars from this child. <laughs> he can't let the con die either. Later, <laughs> I, this is okay. So it's later in the day because now it's less pastel and more somber, glowing colors in Morio. <laughs> Koichi rides his bike home, pets his dog, who does not die. Police does not die this episode. Yeah! Can you believe it, Victor? <laughs> <laughs> also, police, the only cop in Morio now. <laughs> <laughs> this guy be Chekhov's dead dog, right? Yeah, yeah. is police already dead? Because he doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, wake up, police. Hey, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't remember enough about this season to know whether or not this dog dies, but I'm convinced he will. I, I think police is already dead. That's my head headcanon right now. <laughs> Only the dead are safe from Rocky. They <laughs> <laughs> don't believe that. He's going to have a stand that brings people back to life. Hey, we already so had uh, kill more dogs. We already had Inyama's stand, right? <laughs> My stand, Bahamin, allows me to control God, the dogs. God, why? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, okay. You know, no. We're, we're, musical reference, musical reference. The lock, right? That's the stand we're finding, the lock. Oh, man, are you ready for one-letter changes so that we can make a band reference? <laughs> yes! We're doing it again? Yeah! We're doing it again! <laughs> I mean, this feels also like a pretty clear reference, yeah, to The Rock. The Dwayne right. The Rock Johnson? No, the Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, all right, all right, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, no, what, what are we what are we actually referring to? Uh, it's The Rock by The Who. Oh, that's like not even a one-letter change, by the way. That's just the same phoneme in Japanese. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's fine. All right, let's go. Okay, we're here on JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, and we are going to talk about The Who. You know, The Who, the British rock band that through the late 60s and early 70s became one of the biggest acts in the world. Their 1971 album, Who's Next, is one of the greatest records in rock history, and for many people, myself included, it is always the first thing to the top of mind when you do a mental search for the phrase, classic rock. Roger Daltrey's soaring vocals, Keith Moon's dynamite drumming, Pete Townsend's ringing power chords. The Who sound is, in many ways, the pinnacle of mainstream rock and roll in the Nixon era. Their follow-up album was 1973's Quadrophenia, a rock opera about a boy named Jimmy who becomes part of the mod subculture and about his various existential struggles. He battles depression and fails in dead-end jobs. He argues with his parents about his amphetamine usage, his girlfriend leaves him for his best friend, he wrecks his scooter, and he considers suicide. 
After years down in the dumps, he tries to head back to the place where he had good times with the other mods, but they're all washed up and in dead-end jobs too, even the leader of the gang who's now working as a bellboy. At this point, Jimmy feels like everything has gone wrong and everything he's ever had has rejected him. So he steals a boat and just sails out to a rock on the sea to sit in the rain and contemplate his life. What happens to Jimmy from here is left ambiguous. Or at least that's the plot you can assemble if you read the liner notes. I listened to the album and even knowing what was supposed to be going on, it was hard to piece a lot of that together from just the music. But the second to last track on the record is called The Rock. And it's a six and a half minute instrumental extravaganza featuring Keith Moon's explosive drums, high synthesizer riffs, power chords, the whole Who experience. One can assume it's supposed to represent Jimmy alone on the rock in the rain. And if you listen with that in mind, it does improve the song. And the other thing that improves the song is viewing it as part of the track that comes after, Love, Rain, or Me. Roger Daltrey's vocals on this song are some of the, if not actually the, biggest of any Who record, and it is a fittingly epic finale to this massive double LP story. Taken together, the two songs are easily the best 12 and a half minutes of the whole record. Contemporary and retrospective critics have pretty universally praised Quadrophenia, and for a pretty direct representation of the album's legacy, look no further than Green Day's 2004 album American Idiot, which is another rock opera with a central character named Jimmy, and probably not by accident. Green Day has always cited The Who as one of their primary influences, and nowhere was it ever more evident. Quadrophenia was The Who's third attempt at a rock opera, after 1969's Tommy and the cancelled project called Lifehouse that became Who's Next. Now, Who's Next is almost certainly the better album precisely because it's not a rock opera, but Pete Townsend was right when he said in 2011 that Quadrophenia was the last great Who album and that they never recorded anything as ambitious or audacious again. We'll go out on Love, Rain, or Me because there really is no other correct choice here. God, yeah, those were some gum contenders. Jojo O'Reilly. <laughs> Jojo O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> O'Reilly. That, that, that's, a, parts. that's a regional auto parts reference. Like, who's that joke for? Who's this <laughs> podcast for, Grant? Also me. That's for a us. local jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stress of duty, but I need cash now. <laughs> Call TG Wentworth. Eight seven seven No, no, that's just free advertising now. Oh. <laughs> hey, paying hey. us. Hey, JG Wentworth, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> it's my money, and I need it now, bitch. <laughs> Uh, this has been <laughs> us doing <laughs> bits on local advertisement. My Joe call Rock. Lowell the Hammer Stanley. <laughs> you call I Hammer. <laughs> oh God, what okay. are we doing? What are, I don't what know. Uh, right, Koichi won't get fooled again. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So Koichi walks in and finds. <laughs> All right, so um. He's definitely fucked Koichi's mom, right? That's at this point. That, yeah, that's what Tom it looks like. He's gone. he's definitely in the postcoital <laughs> massage here. Yeah, he, he's used the lock more than once this way. <laughs> <laughs> like that's exactly this guy's fucking move. Oh, you won't let me con you? Well, then I'm gonna fuck your mom, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> Why is he doing this once again? I don't know. Just imagining this on Joshke instead. <laughs> the mom is a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> he would have gotten fucked up. <laughs> Tamaki is at least tucked in his shirt, so he's not as much of a con man right now. Yeah, but well, yeah, he's got to look have... upstanding for the family. But his shoes have the heel collapsed because he doesn't put them on right. <laughs> Gotta hate him. 
that, that upset me when I saw it. But yeah, you, you get this big zoom, like as he's giving Koichi's mom a massage, the zoom in on his face is definitely the, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, look, your mom. Just the, the shading and the colors, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and I guess good for her, but you know, <laughs> still. The lock's still a shit. The lock has an A in two categories on the stand meter. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He's got an E in power, an E in speed, but an A in range because I guess it's infinite once it's on. An A in durability because you can't destroy it, but an E in precision, an E in growth potential. <laughs> what the fuck is precision yeah. as a stat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so he's come here to return Koichi's wallet because clumsy him he dropped it when he ran into him on his bicycle earlier today this man's playing with fire oh yeah <laughs> yeah but koichi's just like can't get over how fucking brazen this is he's like are you fucking serious and he's like <laughs> the look on, his, on koichi's face he just literally cannot believe what's happening there <laughs> he's like, are you, he's like you seriously trying to con me again <laughs> I I was really hoping that Koichi's mom was just like a sleaze ball too. <laughs> it's just like five hundred yen. I don't know what you're talking about. Koichi, give me the five hundred yen. Five thousand yen. <laughs> God. So did he like plan this ahead? Because he has a wallet that's identical to Koichi's, and somehow has his wallet like gave his wallet to Koichi. Does he no, just he, have no, a bunch he, of wallets? He had. The he receipt. went out and bought one. Yeah, he had the receipt. And he just Koichi. put it in Koichi's wallet when he gave it back. To him. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then he went out and bought so the was identical so much wallet, <laughs> scuffed it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least he's dedicated. You know, like he he's going all in on this, and you gotta admire the fucking balls on him. <laughs> he in the split second before he he threw the wallet at them and ran away, he thought to put a receipt inside of it. So that he could come back and con Koichi later. That, that's sheer dedication. Uh, uh, this man uh, is master of his craft. Yeah. You say dedication. This is like a insane fucking garbage. Well, I, I love the, the splash of all the colors going pizza colored here. God, pizza colored is a good colored. word for it. <laughs> like, I love the way this season looks. It's distinctive. It's really cool. So the con in here is that he's saying to Koichi's mom that they swapped wallets on accident. And that my wallet had like 10 grand in it. Koichi, please give it back. He says 500,000 yen. That is $5,000 about. Yeah, just my walking around money. Like I was just carrying, I was just carrying around 5Gs. No big deal. And of course, Koichi's like, this is complete bullshit. But for some reason, his mom is buying this. Yeah. Well, I mean, she just fucked him. She, I mean, <laughs> yeah. This is the this is the post coital bliss. Right now. Look, you don't like or like trust somebody just because you fucked them. She's just fallen into his pattern, you know. Like he's he's got control of the conversation. It's if she thought stopped to think about it, she would realize what's going on. But he's just keeping her off balance, mm-hmm. just enough to get the fucking lock at her. This guy's uh, so slimy. Yeah, because so slimy. he gets her to be guilty for Koichi's imagined behavior. Yeah, and, and then he's like, mm, I can prove it. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure I had like a cheeseburger and it cost like uh, like 350 <laughs> with some <laughs> onion soup and the receipts in the wallet. And it's just like, ah, this is, I hate you. I hate you so much because <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> and like Koichi's like, uh, Oh, and, no. and then we find out that Koichi's probably adopted because his hot sister comes in and she's just a normal person. Yeah. But she also has a lock in her because she <laughs> he's already been working on her. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He but fucked then, her, too. No. No. Don't call her hot. No. Yeah, she's probably like 12. God, this, this is a dude points anime. out. It's like, oh, she's like a junior in high school. <laughs> oh, right for the picking. No. Oh, no. it's so gross. This guy is so, so grody. I hate it. him. You know what I'm really excited to talk about? Because this is the this is the upside for the for this episode. Like I don't really care for this episode, but Koichi going super saiyan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because this yeah, is he just goes he, fucking super saiyan pushes Koichi too far. As 
his hair go like his hair spikes up. He gets the aura as he right. shoves his mother and sister out the door, and the egg hatches. And the egg. He, he goes full Gohan right here. Yep. Uh, I love it. I love it. Like him just standing in the middle of the room with the egg rotating slowly over top of him. It's a really good shot. It's actually really cool. I mean, as cool as a floating egg can look. No, yeah. shut up. This is great. And so, then uh, Koichi's theme music starts playing. It's good. Yeah. It's actually very cool. <laughs> as his face hugger stand pops out. All right. Victor, as the, the most like underwhelming I, stand pops I, out I, of I it. Need, I need Victor's take on Echoes here. Or Reverb, <laughs> as they call it. What do you think of Koichi's stand? Uh, this looked like it was going to be really fucking weird and it turned out to be way less weird than i was hoping it would be <laughs> still really oh. weird though but it's oh, like don't worry it's like victor helmet hierophant it, green like i don't know what's going on here oh, you actually pretty uh, much got it it's got <laughs> skateboard wheels it has skateboard wheels for eyes i, I still don't quite <laughs> get this no that's how you a, fucking got it it has a pair of skateboard wheels as back legs that's it does. that's weird it's weird. I, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this stand's weird. I love this it's stand. Weird. Actually, it, it's like, it's like bootleg hierophant green. Sort of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I think this is like one of the most interesting stands this season. I, I like it. <laughs> it's it's a it, it's a weird stand. It's a weird way to use his stand. Like, I oh, love it. I stand, fucking love this. Stand's powers make no sense. <laughs> No. Yeah, th- not this at all. this stand power is weird. Doesn't make a lot of sense. It's incomprehensible. Um, uh, so Echoes coils around uh, Tamami, and this guy is freaking out because he has a weird monster around his neck, and he has no idea what it is. Yeah. <laughs> does, does, you know, he he's probably never seen another stand. He was just yeah. confused that they could see his, and it didn't occur to him that they might have monsters that they could summon. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't know about monsters. He just has locks. <laughs> <laughs> this is like oh yeah everybody everybody some people can just summon a gun and then somebody comes at you with goddamn uh, an action figure a giant <laughs> weeb action figure some weird green gremlin just yeah coils around you and and he's freaking out but he, he refuses to uh to take the locks off of koichi's family's uh chests despite Koichi threatening him with bodily harm. And then Echoes punches him in the face. Because Koichi has only seen stands that, like, fight by punching. So, yep. <laughs> so he assumes that's he what he needs to do bad is punch. company. Yeah, yeah, but his doesn't look like a bad company, too. He, he, he fancies a himself a crazy diamond, but he's... He he's just an echo. <laughs> he punches him and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh it doesn't hurt. Weird. <laughs> doesn't does, doesn't hurt at all. That that was weird. It doesn't have any speed or power at all. How <laughs> dare you scare me like that, you dumbass? This guy gets real fucking smug. <laughs> like lifts Koichi by the shirt collar and he's like, "You little shit." It's like the a stand strength. Now he starts laying on like. The, the actual facts of Stan's like of like oh Stan's strength uh, related to a uh, user's mental strength and uh, why does he know this? Uh, he went oh. to the library. That's where he's been all day. Uninvestigated, Jerry. <laughs> That's not the Mario way. Uh, so I, I I dropped out of the podcast for a little bit because I was doing some podcast googling. I had to make sure. Uh, Goku goes Super Saiyan in the Dragon Ball Z anime in 1991, and this chapter of the manga appeared in 1992. So he is just <gasps> going Super Saiyan here. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Super Saiyan isn't a JoJo reference. <laughs> no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like, to be fair, just... to be fair, Koichi would have had to have died for him to have gone Super Saiyan. He is pretty much the Krillin of this universe. Koichi is everything we wish Krillin was in Dragon Ball, but never got to be. Like, Koichi has good moments. He's never as strong as the main cast, but he gets to, you know, be there and, like, stick. Like, Koichi's the good Krillin. He at least gets to do something. Yeah. 
as opposed to just getting exploded by Frieza. <laughs> it's just like, sorry, spoilers. Krillin spoilers is, for a Dragon Ball scene. A 30-year-old show. Uh, Krillin is like a great reminder of what this show is no longer about. He is, at every point in Dragon Ball Z, the strongest human alive, and he never matters. Yep. <laughs> yeah. God, you know, my, I, something I really love about Dragon Ball Z is that aliens come to Earth and they're all a bunch of chads, <laughs> super strong buff, like wrestlers come down. They're not. It's not that their technology is so strong, it's that their muscles are so big. Like, <laughs> beefcake aliens come down to take over the world with their fists. <laughs> That's first contact. <laughs> I mean, like, technically speaking, they do also have, like, starships capable of like destroying planets or whatever and they just never use them. <laughs> they, no, they just use their fucking fists. I don't think those starships have weapons on them. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the Saiyans are weapons. Arms. They just fly somebody leans, leans out the door and just, <laughs> just shoots a laser. Just, just a drive-by. <laughs> a galactic drive-by. <laughs> roll down the windows. <laughs> Check yourself, fools! Check yourself, fool! Oh, it's Wayne Brady, son! <laughs> I'm just imagining a drive-by with a Dragon Ball Z laser sound. <laughs> All right, so um, Echoes apparently can paint sound effects on the people to have the noise reverberate inside around them forever. Uh, is that the power? Sure. I- I, I I guess I mean I, I'm a little confused by this power, it's, but it actually uh, like also hits him in the face, sort of when it happens. It kind of hits him. It kind of makes the sound in an excruciating sort of way. Like there's a couple of different like punches that Koichi did on this guy that have so now that he has a few different sound effects written on his body, and they just start going off and reverberating inside of him, and. This is kind of weird and abstract. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think it probably sense. works better on the manga page when you've got these sound not, effects. No. And it, 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 no, not at all. I, no, no, the, not the, at all. <laughs> the visual effect here looks cool because you see like the sound effects like flying everywhere. It, I like how it looks. It, it's kind of a weird stand. It's. I'm not sure I find it particularly satisfying. No. <laughs> But we get to see Koichi like posing all over the place here, and yeah. I do love that. Like here he is with the aura around him, standing next to Echoes, it, and like our good sweet boy from just an episode ago is now yeah Gohan with, <laughs> uh, with a skateboard snake, who is beating up this con artist. That's where we are this season. <laughs> As he just keeps on wailing on this poor idiot con man who keeps on getting up and just won't let go. Did Koichi at some point say a haiku? I think I remember that. He did. He did. Yeah, I don't remember. But why, though? I I think he tries to use it to explain his stand, which, okay, I guess. It only works on Japanese audiences because, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) haiku. Who'd have thought haikus don't translate well? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, but, Tamami pulls Tamami. an Eddie Guerrero here, and yeah, he is dedicated. <laughs> he hit, stabs himself, and then tosses the knife to Koichi, just like like hitting himself with a steel chair and tossing it to his opponent to get him disqualified. Like it's the exact <laughs> same move. He just pulls an Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Why is he this dedicated to this con? Like. There's plenty of easier targets in this town. It's terrifying to think of this lunatic going around doing this to everyone in town. <laughs> like, I'm I'm very worried. Like, so th- this is to get his mom and sister to come back in. But they've been yelling and screaming and, like, insulting each other forever now. Why is this screaming making them come in? Y- yeah, why now? I, I don't know. Why the fuck Dramatic not? Dramatic irony. Because Araki wanted it that way. Because <laughs> they guess. walk, they walk in to see two foot nothing Koichi holding a bloody knife, or Tamami's yeah, I, over there. I like Tamami's like hot potato pass, like. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> I just good. went. 
And Koichi's like, what? What? I went, I seriously, I want alternate future Koichi's mom where she's like, all right, I'll help you get rid of the body. <laughs> so mommy is buried in the backyard. <laughs> he was such a sweet boy. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, they, he'd get away with it. Yeah. They would definitely <laughs> would. Mario. In Mario, yeah. <laughs> like, like they'd be burying about back, and they'd turn, and the neighbors would also be burying somebody. It's probably not the first time. <laughs> they, oh, hey, Mrs. Johnson. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Rose. <laughs> Just taking out the trash. Really? Really? If you haven't killed somebody in this town, you're really not a Mario citizen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got, you know recently graduated con artist just using their superpowers to bilk people out of their money. Like, he says he's going to take their house. Like, <laughs> he is willing to let Koichi's mom kill herself. <laughs> this ha- so this Ko- town is terrible. <laughs> it's full of people like this. <laughs> Koichi manages to stop her from killing herself by... Saying, believe me, Shinjite, turning it into a word bubble and throwing it at her face, so then she hears it in her head over and over again. Yeah, it and overpowers works, the guilt. Yeah, <laughs> it, it drops her guilt. It does. Because it's... You gotta get her sweet boy. It's fucking Koichi. Yeah, she's, of course yeah, he didn't like, do this. Mom, it's me, Koichi. You know, white milk toast, white bread. Yeah, I definitely tried to murder this man. <laughs> I mean, I did, but like, put the knife down. <laughs> Look, woman, this is your dear sweet boy. He's a sweet, he's a sweet bean, and he would never hurt someone without a good reason. And believe him. If only she hadn't fucked him beforehand. Yeah. Look, I know you like bad boys, Mom, but we can find you someone better who'll treat you right. It won't take our house. It won't take our house. <laughs> I think I think we're coming up on my favorite part of this episode, though, which is when Tamami realizes he's lost and goes to grovel mode. And yes. <laughs> he turns full Biff Tannen. <laughs> he is exactly Biff Tannen. It's the Biff Tannen 180. <laughs> Would you like to know my favorite Just... part about this section? What? Oh, look at this fucking manga panel, and I want y'all to like point out what you think is my is my favorite part, because it's it's just this scene that's going on right now. <laughs> is it Koichi looking like a literal toddler? <laughs> yes, it is. It's Ko- Koichi with oh, his God. head that is the size of his torso, but also. <laughs> He's half a foot tall. <laughs> why is why is Araki do this? Why is Araki do this? Why That's is exactly Araki. what I was thinking, Joey? Oh, <laughs> uh, but I why do, though? I love when her, when Koichi turns on him and does the freaking um, <laughs> the, yeah, love is war. Then perish. <laughs> then perish. He's like, sure, I'll let you go if you bring me five grand by tomorrow. <laughs> and here we see, and that- then he laughs. It's like, ugh. It's just a joke. It's only a little joke. And here we see that uh, <laughs> Josuke and Okiyasu are a bad influence on our dear sweet boy because he's his his uniform looks real baggy now, and he's he's looking pretty delinquent. Is <laughs> 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 he good. like turns this man into his slave? <laughs> Koichi Sama. <laughs> Koichi Sama. <laughs> I love how Josuke and Okiyasu like. What is going on? <laughs> I'm. So happy that he doesn't depower. He yes. just says super super <laughs> saiyan this whole time. It's so good. I mean, he you know he found the internal strength. <laughs> he found the strength for his stand. Oh god, this looks terrible in the manga. He looks <laughs> he looks like a bobblehead. Like he looks like a vault tech figurine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like this this Tamaki face is way worse than the one <laughs> yeah, y'all are talking oh about. God. Oh god. <laughs> I like in the anime where he's like super smiley. His eyes are super smiley too. It's unsettling, but in a good way. Okuyasu's face is fucking hot dog shaped again. Why is Okuyasu's (laughs) face like this? A rocky diamond is unbreakable manga early is really rough. It gets it's pretty hideous to be honest. Like. These characters don't look good in this art style. And I think about halfway through, it kind of like shifts to like a more modern Araki art style. I'm Mm -hmm. glad they keep 
the more I don't, I'm glad we don't get early Iggy for Diamonds Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, why does he look like this? Why does Okiyasu look like this? <laughs> Tamami's face zoomed in here. Uh, there are so many things that I just want to show everyone who's listening because they're terrible and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. anyway, the anime ends on a uh, a scene in front of Cafe Rangate here. I'm sure that's not going to be important later. Oh what? no, <laughs> no, no! It's not, it's not like every single location isn't <laughs> forecast ahead of time. This is an extremely well realized town. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Victor. How'd you like the episode? This is a great episode. I love this episode. <laughs> no, I love this like, episode, too. It's so good. Just everything about it, just the dumb stand bullshit we're doing, where it's like hardly even a stand fight, and yet it so is. It, <laughs> yes. It, it's good. I really love this. I, am, I admire Tamami's sheer balls. <laughs> just the audacity the of this absolute- bitch. Absolute. The absolute dedication to conning the shit out of this boy. Uh, just how far he is willing to go is incredible. Uh, this episode makes me want to vomit secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. There you go. There's 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 my review. <laughs> I, th- this is good. I like it. This is why I love Diamonds Unbreakable, and it's all we're. It's only uphill from here. It's true. It's all good. I, so, I, like, this this episode has so many, like, good shit. I love Koichi episodes. Koichi's the best. But this is probably the worst. Like, I don't know if this is the worst episode this season, but it's close to it. Oh, come yeah, on. I think you're... We just no. got through Nijibara Brothers Part 3. <laughs> I agree you're that right. this is one of the weaker episodes of the season, <laughs> but it's still strong, and that shows you how, how highly I value the rest of the season. Yes. I love it so much. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. We'll be posting a uh, baby doll Koichi <laughs> manga panels. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hated saying that. <laughs> yeah. Baby doll Koichi. Yeah. I got through it. You can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. <laughs> Tweet to the podcast at Joestar All Stars and get your podcast episodes where you get your podcast episodes. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Joestar All Stars. Firesidefm. Feel free to contact us at JoestarAllStars at gmail.com. You know, tweet, whatever. Like, subscribe, leave a review, um, leave five stars. It, makes, it apparently makes a difference, and we want to share this with the world because we appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, that means you. You're right there. You're great. Me? You're, you're no, not, not, not behind you. Get out of here. You get, get out of the get out of the camera. Come on, no, you. Yeah, you're great. Oh. Anyway, I hope you're staying uh, yeah. safe through all this. Oh yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that the world still exists by the time we post this episode. Just in general, that's all that I could probably end every episode with this. <laughs> I mean, that, that's timeless, really. In two weeks, this is going to be like a Fallout recording. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one they find on a tape recorder and exclusively. Just on our my... is coming, coming to you from the wasteland. <laughs> on my, in my skeletal corpse and my shrine to Jojo in the bed. <laughs> no, I must preserve the podcast. It's just like just physical media. You're trained transcribing the audio <laughs> god <laughs> better put it in my safe with my 17 dollars and my pipe gun <laughs> <laughs> no also my bottle cap collection that i have in the future you know that's something that we haven't seen a dumb post-apocalyptic podcast uh, like in a game like what audio logs you're picking up of someone doing their post-apocalypse podcast? <laughs> I was just like, Joey, did you want to make a post-apocalyptic podcast? No, we can do, like, do it right like someone... now. Yeah, we're, we're getting Isn't there. that what video game audio logs are? Is just podcasts? Oh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Everybody just fancies themselves a podcast during video games. Just, they just leave it lying around in hopes that like the vi- viral guerrilla marketing campaign would actually work for them. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't.
<laughs> just imagine. Not, not putting my eggs in that basket. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was how we were advertising. <laughs> my, my, my yeah, I, ju- I just leave random MP3 players with our podcast <laughs> loaded on it everywhere. Yeah, we, and we, we make sure we mail it to every Fallout shelter we can find. You know, mm. just every abandoned. We found so many cabins abandoned in the woods, and we just put them under. Not even the whole podcast. Individual episodes on individual MP3 yeah. players. Oh yeah, we get the, and we got to yeah, put it on some like laser disc or something, and you got to hide it under like an apple crate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep them coming back for more. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing the long game on our popularity. <laughs> oh god! Thank you all for watching. This is Joe Starl Stars signing out from I guess the wastelands and for all you skateboard snake snake skateboard snake. Say goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. Anytime I need to see a face, I just close my eyes And I am taken to a place where your grist don't mind A magenta feeling, take a chapter in the base of my spine Straight like a chicka cherry cola I don't need a try Alright, alright, Ozzy